Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. I'm telling you, we just kicked it up a couple of notches here with Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann, didn't Heck we? yeah. Oh, boy, but we are not done yet. We are not done yet. I am so thrilled. And who was it that called us? Was that Julie before? That was Julie, yes. Okay, Julie, this show is for you, honey. This show is for you. Uh, and I want to introduce everyone. I'm sure many of you have heard, at least heard some of the shows I've done with Joan Borisenko, Dr. Joan Borisenko, joining me here today. Medical scientist, psychologist, and, you know, a graduate of Harvard Medical School. She's a matter of fact, she studied with one of my favorite authors, Herbert Benson. And so today, uh, she's joining us here beyond being the author of 13 plus books. Uh, you've heard Inner Peace for Busy People Saying Yes to Change, Your Soul's Compass. But today, we're talking about minding the body, mending the mind. Wow. And so we are thrilled about today's show. We're going to talk about this book. We're going to talk about Joan's work. But more importantly, we're going to be talking about a book that recognized the body and the mind connection well before it was in the mainstream. And this is what I love. And you know how I know that Joan has been doing this before it was in the mainstream? Because I know the work and the people that she studied with. This is so as we say, this show is the new mainstream. Joan, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. <laughs> Our time has finally come. <laughs> well, I tell you, we haven't been sleeping, but it may feel like it. <laughs> oh, how great to be with you again. I always enjoy it. Your depth of perspective and your sense of humor and your being is just wonderful. So thanks for having me back. Oh, it's always great. And I love what you're doing. I love the way that we're talking about some things that you have been working with, you have been practicing, you have been helping people for years. Yes. And, you know, somebody uh, quoted me the other day because I said that, you know what the title of my new book is? And they said, no, Dr. Pat, we didn't know you were writing a book. I said, yeah, title of the new book is There Is No Secret. Exactly. We all know if it's just a matter of actually doing it. So, what have you been able to discover as you take this journey, uh, Joan, as you, you look at the, the, the work that you do, the conferences that you attend, the, the, the work that you're doing helping people create shift and change in their lives? What has it, what have you discovered in this past, let me just call it a year, so to speak, where there are now millions and millions and millions and millions of people talking about this thing that we know as a consciousness that can change our lives. Well, that's right. First of all, isn't it great that people are talking about it? I love it. it. I love it. It's, it's nothing new. People have always talked about it, but in much smaller circles and much smaller numbers. And never with that, you know, global sense of, my goodness, across the, the whole earth in every different culture. People now, uh, regardless of their religious tradition, of their economic uh, kind of profile, 
can talk about these same things. And we really find a lot of that happening on the Internet. And that's really exciting. And now, of course, we've got for the last three weeks, Oprah and Eckhart Tolle mm-hmm. talking and people tuning in from all over the world. And I think that is an extraordinary thing. So you think about something so simple as presence. Uh, be here now, and you think about the history of, you know, this. This has been actually the major thrust within the mystic religious traditions from the beginning of time, is what is it to become present, and and that way you find the kingdom of God, or uh, Ruach, or whatever it is, true nature, that you're talking about, but now... In the last, oh, ten years, I'd say, that ancient wisdom has crossed the boundary from studies on consciousness, studies on meditation, to, of course, much more the medical mainstream. Because when I founded the Mind Body Clinic in the early 1980s at a Harvard teaching hospital, we were kind of a little bit out there. And thank goodness that the wonderful physician that I worked with and co-founded the clinic with, Herbert Benson, uh, took something, meditation, and he made it available to everyone by saying, look, it's a brain thing. And it's called the relaxation response. And it changes your entire body when you quit obsessing about what's negative or about what's occupying you when you come into the moment. And that, of course, really fueled a revolution both in mind-body medicine, and I think that it, it actually is part of, the, part of what the whole movement of consciousness matters floats on, because largely, at least in America, we're very interested in science and would like to know that when we invest our time and our money and our mind in practicing something, it actually uh, works. You know, Joan, and I, you and I have talked about this before. I love chatting with you. And I love how we can refer back to, of course, the work of Herbert Benson and the work that you're doing now. And as a friend of mine has said to me not too long ago, uh, you know, after uh, many of the teachers in The Secret appeared on uh, on Oprah and now, you know, with Eckert and, and the work he's doing, they, you know, the, the response that I get is, you know, all that, all that stuff you've been talking about all all these years <laughs> you know it actually does exist oprah said so right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah it's an amazing i love thing. it hallelujah for oprah i mean yeah, what would hallelujah. what would have happened if she'd have dissed the whole idea well that's right and she's she is the seeker you know she's searching i tried to uh, email as probably about <laughs> 10 million others did at some point or at least 10 million emails coming in because I think about 2 million are watching to say how can you reconcile the work of non-duality and Eckhart Tolle and you know the kind of great great spiritual traditions which say you know desires are what make you miserable want constantly currying the ego trying to get what you want believing that life is all about getting what you want how do you reconcile the secret, which is so much about that, with the position of Eckhart Tolle and non-duality, and that is 
we need to stop being special. We need to lose our egos, which is, of course, very hard work. Presence is simple, but getting there is not so simple. And, I, you know, I would love, probably in different forums, they discuss things like that. But it's been really interesting to watch as Oprah has gone through so many phases of healing and awakening. How, because she's so real and so authentic, she's opened the door for other people to ponder these questions and make the inquiries in their own lives. And, you know, Joan, but that's what you've been doing as well. And I love what you just said uh, because, you know, it, it kind of makes me wonder, and I want to ask you about this. It makes me wonder uh, about those folks that had been practicing some of the, quote, secrets in the secret uh, as if it was second nature. Because then if we look at some of the, the power that we have, you know, the power of the mind, the power of our vibration, and we look at that as if it wasn't something special but as if it was a very simple, natural way of being, then doesn't that, in fact, lessen the gap between that conversation and Eckert's? Oh, I think it really does. Uh, you know, if you really go back, for example, to, well, it was just Easter, so I'm, I'm going to use a, a Christian way of looking at it, and, and that was that Jesus would have said, hey, you know, if you put the kingdom of heaven first, all other things will be added on to you. And for me, what that means is that we're, when we're in a state of presence, um, when we're in harmony with what is, when we're not trying to be somewhere else to say, I'd be happy if I had the new toaster oven or a different husband or whatever it might be, or I might be happy now, but gee, what's going to happen if the economy crumbles or if I get sick? When we can get out of that, those things are where the kingdom is not called want and fear, that's where hell is, where the kingdom is, is that sense of presence. And if we say, this is enough, let me just be present, what happens is natural impulses arise and the way opens in front of us and we know where to go next, where is our most harmonious step, where can we be of service, where do the learnings come? And it's a kind of synchronicity instead of willfulness that then leads the way. And, you know, they, I had two books come out last fall, Pat, and one of them was, of course, the 20-year revision of Minding the Body, Mending the Mind that we're talking a bit about today. And the other one was a book I wrote with my husband, Gordon DeVaron, called Your Soul's Compass. Mm. And that book is about spiritual guidance. Mm. And I do believe, and we interviewed 27 sages from a variety of wisdom traditions, you know, Buddhists and Hindus mm -hmm. and Jews and Christians, that I think what they all said essentially is what Eckhart is saying. Let's hold Let that go thought. Let's go with the ego. Let's hold that thought. When we come back, let's talk about that. Let's talk about letting go of the ego every day of our lives as if it were second nature. We'll be right back. In my days ago, cause I don't have you How can I be so damn demanding? 
McDonald's Northwest Women's Show is where mothers, daughters, sisters, and friends come together each year at a show that's all about you, your body, your spirit, your life. New this year is the exciting Living and Eating Green Expo. Find out what you can do to make a difference. Plus over 500 exhibits and best of all, shopping. This year, it's Celebrity Central at our 20th anniversary show. Meet Matt and Susie from NBC's The Biggest Loser, Max from Dancing with the Stars. Take a class with Aiden from ABC's All My Children at the Beef It's What's for Dinner stage. Fashion on Fire, where Seattle's hottest firefighters heat up the runway. And favorite authors, including Anne Rule and Dr. Pepper Schwartz. The Women's Show is March 28th through 30th at the Quest Field Events Center. Open 10 till 6. Sponsored by Bartell Drugs, American Family Insurance, Waste Management, The Seattle Times, and King 5. The McDonald's Northwest Women's Show. It's such a girl thing. For show information, go to nwwomenshow.com. Tune in your radio to hear Carrie O'Connor, master visionary, medium, and clairvoyant, as she uses her amazing psychic gifts to help you step into your divine power and begin to create the life of your dreams. Carrie will read your unique energy field, connecting you with the treasures of your soul, your passions, and your true life purpose. Don't miss Carrie's weekly astounding and energetic predictions. Fasten your seatbelt as you take a wild ride with Carrie O'Connor. Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific. Listen live at thedrpatshow.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat Basile, and I'm excited to be the Master of Ceremonies at the Five Extraordinary People 2008 Lecture Series. Join us for the fourth and fifth events with John Holland on April 9th and Ayanla Van Zandt on May 20th, all right here in Seattle at Benaroyal Hall. Tickets are on sale now. Go to thedrpatshow.com for more information. Don't miss this spectacular opportunity to be inspired. Are you ready for greater clarity, courage, and commitment to live your passions? Are you ready to succeed in sync with your soul? Are you ready to honor your soul in any situation? With 21 years of experience, Sasha Sabbath is a leadership soul coach and certified passion test facilitator at 415-328-2631 and leadershipsoulcoach.com. Is one of your loved ones in crisis, or would you like to empower your family to prevent a crisis from occurring? Crisis Intervention Coaching has a goal to empower every family to overcome any challenge with education, strategy development, and ongoing support. Take the first step to create workable solutions and empower your family today. Visit CrisisInterventionCoaching.com or call the 24-hour hotline at 888-592-8400. Going against the grain has never been so much fun. Alternative Talk, 11.50 a.m. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by Dr. Joan Borisenko joining me here today. And, you know, I love having Joan on the show. You know, because, first of all, because, you know, she absolutely has helped countless people with, you know, understanding the power that we have within us. And, you know, she said earlier, and I really want to get back to this. She said earlier she had been doing this for, you know, 20 plus years. And 
studied with Dr. Herbert Benson, which we'll talk about. But one of the things Joan and I were talking about during the break was this thing that I'm exploring right now in my life. And that thing is that manifestation of our life's desire is not a secret. I love the movie The Secret. I love the book. And at the same time, uh, what I also know, that there is a teaching that transcends the culture that we live in and goes back to, you know, thousands of years. And Joan's work captures that. And so we were talking during the break about the power of the mind and the work that Herbert Benson has done. And I shared with her that I use one of the statements uh, from the work of Herbert Benson that he has in his book. I think it's the book is called um, Maximum Mind. And so what I said to her is I had no idea that we have the power that we do in our minds and what would happen if everyone on the planet knew how much potential they truly had. And Joan Borisenko joining me here today is going to share what that means, the potentiality of that, as well as how everyone listening to this show can tap into it. Joan, thank you so much for joining us here today. You're so welcome. I'm so glad you do this great show. Well, you know, I'll tell you, I have a lot of great material to work with in talking with people like you. (laughs) But this is an old conversation that I think has hit modern times. It definitely. Uh, I think so, because here's the thing, that each one of us has a mind that is shaped by what our life experience is. And so, for example, you and I both know people who have had extraordinary, wonderful opportunities in life, and yet something, you know, something happened. Maybe an uncle abused them. Maybe, you know, God forbid, did a father molested them. They had a traumatic experience. And the potential of who they are, of what's in their brain, and, and of all of the wonderful things in their life has now diminished uh, because they get sometimes really traumatized and then stuck in being a victimized place. And that's one tiny example. We get stuck so many ways, and our potential seems so much smaller than it is. Uh, Oftentimes, for example, you know, a teacher tells you, gee, you have no talent. That's it. You start to believe it. Oh, yeah. Or a religious institution tells you, you need a mediator between you and the divine. And suddenly, rather than the divine one being imminent within you and within me and within us all and around us all and a source of infinite potential that we touch all the time, it becomes virtually untouchable. It becomes like it has to be some miracle to touch when the miracle is an everyday miracle. We were talking at the break and mm-hmm. there's an enormous potential and it manifests every moment in things that are miraculous We just don't have the eyes to see that. So, for example, a synchronicity is a miraculous thing. When we're working on a particular thing or thinking along a particular line, and then within a day or two, three or four people call us, uh, things are sent to us, and whatever we need to develop that line of action, that line of heart, that line of thinking, simply arrives at our door. And we're used to that. We don't think of it as a miracle. 
you know, we may not even notice. Or at most, we say, oh, isn't it cool? Look, I had this synchronicity and just what I needed arrived. I think limited potential and the power of the mind is a given. It's our birthright. And what we need to do is um, take, uh, take, take the box off that which we already have. So for all of us, we need to look at our conditioning, how we were raised, what traumatic things might have happened to us that need healing. We need to work on forgiveness, all of those kinds of things. And when we do, what the ancient tradition tells us is we will encounter something different than our normal ego. And it's within every person, whether you call it your essence, whether you call it your true self. But that part of you has no boundaries. It is always and already in touch with infinite potential. So in a way, we have to stop searching for that and simply recognize we already have it. You know, Joan, you know, I, I have heard uh, many people talk about uh, what you've just said and talk about this ancient wisdom, but not quite the way you've just done it. I mean, you are so, as, as we know, you are so in touch with not only the manifestation aspect of minding the body, mending the mind, but also the emotional aspect of it. You know, your studies, and, and, and I want to talk about this for a minute, when we look at minding the body, mending the mind, and the fact that, you know, this book uh, was issued a number of years ago, sold over 400,000 copies, and based on, you know, the clinic's uh, success with more than 2,500 uh, patients, you know, the timing for uh, you to reissue the this book is absolutely divine but one of the things you talk about and I want to hear about from you is a, I think a topic that we don't really address uh, very well and that is the emotional state that we carry around yeah that's so true and uh, this is something new in the last 10 years too that in classrooms now at least in some classrooms we have emotional literacy being taught as well as literacy in terms of being literate in reading or being able to negotiate mathematical kinds of things. To be able to deal with emotions is so important. And that's why minding the body, mending the mind, really has got a lot of exercise and practical information on the emotions. What we know, for example, is if you're always repressing your emotions, forget it. They're alive inside yourself. They lead to stress-related illnesses of a variety of different sorts. And now we understand the mechanisms. We understand the emotions as a link between body and mind. And certain emotions cause the release of certain little hormones from the brain, which then go into the rest of the body, and really they can affect, and they do affect, the function of every cell tissue and organ in your body. So learning how to deal in a positive way with emotions is important. And I think one of the failures of kind of New Age spirituality has been that there's been a very simplistic and untrue approach to the emotional life. And that is the idea that you're supposed to be unerringly positive at every moment. And that, of course, actually leads to repression and will make you sick. Uh, what we really need is to be authentic with our emotions, to 
recognize that they're there, to learn how we can just sit with them quite unflinchingly, breathe, notice, uh, inquire as to where they came from. And as you do that, as you sit with an emotion, then oftentimes you'll find another constrictive emotion right under the surface of it. But in time, if you just allow yourself to sit with it, not to try to push it away, it will, it will put you in touch instead with source. And you'll find, my God, it was all an illusion of my mind. None of it is what's happening in the moment, but I've learned something from it. The learning you retain, the emotion dissipates, and you experience peace within your body, which changes all of your chemicals in a positive direction. And also peace within your life and also the peace of the inner stillness that allows you to respond to the invitation that life is making to you. Often, I think, we try to manifest things that are so a matter of our own ego and our own blindness that I'm glad manifestation doesn't always work. Better to follow invitation and manifest the invitation of life itself. Wow. You know, Joan, uh, thank you so much for, uh, first of all, thank you so much for, uh, you know, putting out a, a new edition of this book. I mean, we've talked about the power that we have within us. And I, I mentioned earlier that when uh, Herbert Benson's book, uh, I actually don't know how Herbert Benson's book got on my table but i was very grateful it did a number of years ago and he talks about the connections that we have in our brain so let's talk about you know the physical power we have as well when we come back from break but he talked about these connections and when we come back from break i would love to actually share what he says about these connections, how many they are, there are, and what the potentiality is for every one of us to rewire anything that may be going on in there that holds us back from living life full out. Uh, Dr. Joan Borisenko joining me here today, the author of many books, uh, Minding the Body, Mending the Mind is what we're talking about today and much more. When we come back, I'll share that little statistic that Herbert Benson put in his book, Maximize mind when we return with the dr pat show talk radio to thrive by we'll be right back Go Green at the Go Green Expo, New York City's largest eco-friendly consumer trade show on April 26th and 27th. Purchase the latest eco-friendly products and services from hundreds of exhibitors and learn from the best of green leaders. Visit GoGreenExpo.com. Learn how to green your life and help your environment. See Dr. Pat in person and listen to her speak with other top eco-minded leaders. Go Green Expo on April 26th and 27th in New York City. Visit GoGreenExpo.com. See vibrational healer and psychic Sonia Choquette live in Boston. Sonia shows you how to claim and follow your intuition. Plus, she'll answer questions and give powerful audience readings. How to accept your intuitive gifts is an all-new lecture. See Sonia Choquette at the Back Bay Event Center in Boston on Saturday, April 26th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Seats are limited, so call now. 1-800-654-5126 or visit hayhouseevents.com. Tampa Bay Wellness Magazine. 
the Bay Area's premier magazine for holistic, alternative, and complementary health. Tampa Bay Wellness informs and inspires you about choices and opportunities for a more balanced, healthy, and happy life. You can find Tampa Bay Wellness Magazine at over 700 locations in the Tampa Bay area or online at tampabaywellness.com. Tampa Bay Wellness Magazine is the natural choice for physical, mental, and spiritual enlightenment. Are you taking too many oral pain pills and concerned about side effects? Are you having trouble getting to sleep because of the pain? I'm Lou Paradise. I had the same problems you have, cured my pain, eliminated pain pills and their side effects by developing Topperson Pain Relief and Healing Cream. Topperson relieves pain without side effects. It doesn't burn, it doesn't smell, and it doesn't stain. But don't just take my word for it. Doctors, pharmacists, and pain specialists are using and recommending Topperson and ending the suffering for thousands of people just like you. We know you hurt. We want to help. We are so sure that Topperson will work for you. We offer a money-back guarantee. So if you want pain relief without side effects just ask for Topperson. Topperson is now available at Fred Meyer Natural Food and other fine stores go to Topperson.com for a store near you or call 1-800-959-1007 Topperson.com or 1-800-959-1007 Topperson the last pain medicine you'll ever need and you can sleep on that Stop surviving. Start living This is the year to bring your practice and your patients to the next level Come to the workshop that can help you transform your practice and your life. See how beliefs affect our bodies and learn specific techniques for creating optimal health. Sponsored by the Institute of Healing Arts and Sciences. This workshop will help you do all of this and more. Register now for Merging Alternative and Traditional Therapies. April 11th through the 13th in Hartford, Connecticut. Call 866-303-HEAL. The search is over. You found the station that's not afraid to be different. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. I want to make sure that everyone out there knows you can get a copy of the book, Minding the Body, Mending the Mind. And, Joan, they can get this pretty much uh, just about everywhere. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I also, however, want to refer people back to your website because I love, first of all, I love the website. I love the fact that there are a number of different articles out there for people to download and read at their leisure and many, many other things. So let's make sure we give them the website. Yes, it's www.joanborisenko.com. And all this hinges on the mysterious word Borisenko and how it's spelled. So that's B as in boy. O-R-Y-S-E-N-K-O, phonetic, Borisenko. And uh, one thing I'll tell people is I love it when people order books and products from my website because not only does that pay my grocery bill, but also I give 10% of the proceeds from that to the Lionheart Foundation, which supports its houses of healing programs of emotional literacy for prisoners. And some, you know, they they also run a program called Power Source for at youth, uh, at risk youth, and then Power Source Parenting for the parents, usually single mothers of at risk youth. And the best way to keep people out of prison is to teach them these things when they're kids. So that's the that's the vision. And when you order off my website, you're doing a lot 
it, I love that. Uh, you know, Joan, you have done so much to help so many people. And so, uh, you know, this is our conversation today, a continuation of how this continues to unfold. Uh, there are so many people right now, and I wanted to ask you about this, and you say this, as a matter of fact, in the book, that we have so much on our minds these days, and, you know, we, we're jamming our minds with our to-do list, with our future, with our past, with everything in between. And I referred to a, a, a slide that I put together whenever I do a talk that has to do with a, a statement that Herbert Benson made. And, you know, he's, he says that there are, and you could write this down, I think 25 and then put, let's see, 10 uh, triple zeros next to that number. And he talks about those as being uh, the, the number of possible brain connections. And he says that when you stack them on a piece of paper, uh, that, that, that if, we, if we took a piece of paper and stacked a piece of paper on a desk, that that stack would reach beyond the moon, beyond Pluto, beyond our galaxy, beyond our known universe, 16 billion light years away. That's what we have in our brain. And so the question I would like to ask you is if we have that much power in our brain to rewire just about everything possible in life, what stops us from doing that? Being asleep. <laughs> we, we don't know that it's possible, and we actually believe that whatever we're thinking is real. And that's it. And as long as you're trapped in that delusion, thinking that what you see through your eyes, what you experience emotionally inside is reality, then what you see is what you get. But when you understand, my goodness, there's infinite potential here. And as soon as I wake up and begin to function in the present, all that potential opens to me. Wow. And uh, what we need to understand is that the, the functioning of potential and the functioning, for example, think about, think about stress and trauma as being a trap to understanding your potential and something that keeps you asleep. So let's say, God forbid, uh, you grew up in a war or you've been a soldier in the war, and you've seen things that no human being should see. What happens is you end up getting flashbacks. You end up being frightened by things that aren't frightening, you know, uh, because it reminded you of something else. And what I need to, to stress is that when things are that terrible, we recognize them. But we all have that same kind of PTSD. We have brain circuits to tell us that things are real that aren't real. And we see the world in a very distorted way through our own lens, and that's called being asleep. Mm. So waking up <laughs> is, again, at the heart of all the mystical traditions. What is it to wake up? Meaning that you don't believe your own opinions, you don't believe your own press, that beliefs are beliefs. What actually matters is not beliefs or dogma or doctrine. What really makes the difference is inquiry. So, for example, I just got back from Dharamsala and was able to see some of the public teachings of His Holiness, the Dalai Lama, uh, there in the Tibetan uh, capital in exile. And what he always says is, he says, look, if science, if 
modern psychology can prove anything about Tibetan Buddhism wrong, then we'll change it because we're not wedded to concepts. The idea is to inquire deeply into what is actually true, to recognize that reality is emergent at every moment and many streams of things come into reality as we know it. You know, if you and I talk, the conversation that happens, Pat, is emergent. It's not something canned in you or canned in me, but it comes together in a new way. So that new way can be very awake and very alive. And what we need to do in all of our life is to say, what is awake, what is alive, what is real? As I inquire, for example, this moment into how I may be feeling, maybe I'm sad, maybe I'm happy, the idea is not to get stuck and say sadness is bad, happiness is good, I should do this, be this, know this. The idea is to sit and say, oh, this is what I'm experiencing. It's, it's interesting. When I let myself be with the sadness, I feel a heaviness in my heart, I feel a constriction in my throat. I feel a tear, and then suddenly maybe we realize there's an image of something that happened or whatever it may be, and we gain some insight. And if we sit there a little bit longer, emotions are like thoughts. One minute you're thinking one thing, the next minute something else comes. Well, by not fighting with it, there, it dissipates. And as I said, we're suddenly come into presence, out of a state of asleep and controlled by old brain chemistry, old patterns, we come alive to the freshness of this moment. So it's all about simply paying attention to what's here and now. Joan, you know, I love what you're talking about. About 10 days ago, uh, Benny and I were, we did an open mic show. And, you know, I had gotten a couple of emails from some of the our listeners that were talking about, you know, this tough time we're in. You know, this idea of how today it seems more difficult to pay the same bills that we had months ago. And so one of the things I did is I invited the listeners, the next batch of, quote, bills that you get in the mail. And, you know, most people know what they are. We avoid them like the plague. I mean, we, you know, sometimes don't even uh, touch them. And so I invited the listeners to give these bills that come in a big old lipstick kiss when they come in. A different energy, a different vibration. I received an email the other day from one of our listeners who actually did this. And it was clear to her that this was a letter from the IRS. You know how the IRS writes We know when we're getting a letter from the IRS. (laughs) Yeah, we know. All of us know. Those of us that, you know, get audited regularly, we know. And so she said she picked up the letter. She could feel the fear in her body. But she picked it up. She actually went and got some ruby red lipstick like we suggested and gave that letter a big old lipstick kiss. Now, she she didn't open it. She didn't open it until a couple of days ago. And she finally opened it up and laughed at the big old lipstick kiss. And what was inside was not her worst nightmare, but she had made a mistake on her tax return. And they were giving her more money back. 
Isn't that wonderful? Now, I'm not saying that the kiss did that. Of course, the letter got there. But, you know, let's talk about that that brief exercise, that thing where she shifted her energy. How does that, Joan, how does that affect our lives, the bigger picture of our lives, our success and what we manifest? It gives you a little wiggle room. gives you a way to crawl out of the box. Because, right, you know, letter from the IRS automatic thinking, uh-oh, they're after me, I owe, well, I have the money, and how those thoughts go steaming down the same rail. And what happens is your whole body responds to that. Pretty soon you're a ball of fear. Pretty soon you can't enjoy your lunch or make love or have fun or do whatever it is because you're still in the IRS letter, and here you haven't even opened it. When You do something that breaks that kind of conditioned thinking. It's a little little way of waking up, so you kiss it instead. And that's so unexpected that it turns out to be a ladder out of the box. Mm. And then, you know, then it so turned out that, wow, it it was money back. And as you say, well, the, the letter was still there. You know, the kiss didn't make them give her money back, but I swear to you that had it been a letter saying, uh-oh, you did make a mistake and now you owe us, the fact that she'd escaped from the box for even a few days would open her up a little bit further so that she didn't take the box so seriously. I mean, you know, life, it was like the game of life we paid as kids. Sometimes you pay the IRS, sometimes the IRS pays you. Sometimes, you know, some, sometimes you're the wind. They're part of life. Sometimes you're the windshield and sometimes you're the bug. Joan Borisenko joining us here today. When we return back from break, Joan is going to share some interactive ways to apply the mind-body connection into our daily lives. Are you ready to join the Dr. Pat Show and make a shift? We're here to help you. We'll be right back. A smooth journey, a creamy encounter, an odyssey to ignite the senses. A spoonful of Greek God's Greek yogurt and Pavoto ice crema takes you through an experience of mythical intensity. Greek God's Greek yogurt, so natural, creamy and smooth with five live and active cultures, including probiotics. Greek God's Greek yogurt is now available in pomegranate, honey, fig, non-fat, reduced fat, vanilla, cinnamon, orange, and traditional varieties. The Greek gods are now also offering the new and exciting Pavoto Ice Crema line. Greek gods Pavoto Ice Crema, a gourmet ice cream similar to the ice cream you find in Greece, with flavors such as baklava, honey pomegranate, and fake chocolate. Eight sweet. Find your own Greek gods at your local grocery store. Visit the Greek gods at GreekGodsYogurt.com. Also visit our booth at the Northwest Women's Show this month at the Quest Field Event Center and experience the myth. The Dr. Pat Show team is full. 
for the animals at the Posado Safe Haven 3rd Annual Dog Bowl on April 6th at Kenmore Lanes. You can help us raise money for the animals by sponsoring our team. No donation is too small. Go to the drpatshow.com and look for Monkey on the homepage. Charity Navigator, America's premier independent evaluator of charities, gives Posados their highest rating. Go to the drpatshow.com to find out more about Posado Safe Haven and how to help us help the animals. Do you or a loved one have chronic pain? ABC Health Solutions introduces Ferroblock, a fabric that relieves chronic pain with no side effects. Ferroblock's unique construction of micro-thin stainless steel and nylon interrupts EMFs, or high-frequency waves, from damaging our cells, causing inflammation and pain. Call 253-631-8270 or visit abchealthsolutions.biz to see a short video regarding Ferroblock. That's abchealthsolutions.biz. Louise Hay has shown millions of people how to heal their lives. You can be next. Now, Louise's inspirational life story is captured in the new You Can Heal Your Life, the movie. This loving portrait of Louise and the impact of her life work features guest appearances by Wayne Dyer, Cheryl Richardson, Doreen Virtue, and more. See the movie that's changing lives, now available on DVD. To watch a free preview, visit www.youcanhealyourlifemovie.com. Join Master Result Coach Alfonso DeRose at East West Bookshop in Seattle on March 30th at 1.30 p.m. for the Tao of Weight Loss. The key to maintaining your health and weight isn't in any diet. It's within yourself and your mind. And in order to achieve it, you have to take your risk. Visit TakeYourRisk.com and find out about Thinformation. This revolutionary weight loss method will eradicate your overweight issues in the depths of your mind. Visit TakeYourRisk.com. No other station brings you this much variety. Welcome to Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. everyone welcome back to the dr pat show this is talk radio to thrive by joan borisenko joining me here today i want to make sure that you all uh, check out her calendar and the way to do that is to go to her website which is joan and that's joan b-o-r-y S-E-N-K-O dot com. And the reason I want to send you there is because if you look at her calendar, you'll see that she is traveling probably to a city that's close to where you live. Uh, yep, she's actually going to be in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, and that's near Philadelphia for all my Philly friends out there that are listening. Uh, and many, many other places within the United States, Canada, and beyond. So, lots of information. In October, she's going to be at the I Can Do It in Tampa. So all of you Tampa folks listening to the show, lots of information here. So Joan, thank you again for joining us here today. It is always such a pleasure. I want to make sure that we, uh, in this segment, we give our listeners some things they can do, like now. All right. The closest thing is your breathing. Yes. Uh, what's what, what is so fascinating about breathing is that it's the only autonomic activity. In other words, kind of an automatic thing that goes on in your body, like digestion, uh, that you have conscious control over. Think of it. You can't say to your body, extract more calories out of that chocolate bar. But you can say, breathe more slowly. And what we know is that the state of fear and anxiety cannot coexist 
in the same state that Benson calls the relaxation response. They're, they're mediated by different brain pathways. So all of this that we all have heard about breathe from your belly like a baby. Breathe in to the count of five. Breathe out. And let it be a little longer, maybe even to the count of ten. And just focus on ten of those breaths, you know, breathing in, feeling your stomach expand, breathing out. And as you take that long, slow, out breath, just try to let your whole body let go and relax. And that that's really magic. Uh, in the middle of a traffic jam, you can do that, and instead of feeling stressed out, uh, and by the way, keep your eyes open if you're in the middle of a traffic jam, in the middle of being stressed out, you can really come back to the present. And that also makes your thought process much clearer, because what often happens, people are stuck and they say, oh my God, the kids are waiting at daycare, they'll be angry if I'm late, or I'm going to miss that meeting and what's going to happen. Uh this is all stuff in your mind. You don't know what's going to happen. But the mind goes crazy. Once you start to get anxiety going, it picks up steam. So the breathing cuts through the anxiety cycle and lets you just come back to the present moment. You know, most times in traffic, all of a sudden, um, the traffic will clear and you're going to get where you're going. And if you don't, it won't have helped to worry first. You know, <laughs> my friend. My friend Loretta LaRoche, who is so funny, always says things like, you know, what does worry do? You pre-suffer. <laughs> oh my god i got such a hit when you said that i never thought about it like that but you, wow it, you yeah, really do for once why twice <laughs> you know if they're mad at daycare you can suffer then well you know what you're talking about is and let's talk about this because this is really this is you know, it's a cool thought. And I love what you just said, because, you know, when we think about that, when we're suffering in advance and, and we don't just suffer one or two times. I mean, if we are worrying and, you know, I'm not just saying about like one thing. Right, Joan? I'm saying we probably worry about a bunch of things. Yeah. Then suffering becomes part of our daily life. And if we're suffering, how could we be living in this place of abundance, prosperity and unlimited good? Well, you can't. Because here's the other thing. If you start to ignite brain pathways of worry, the brain will just find more things to worry about. It can be a perfectly beautiful day. You start worrying what's going to happen to the economy. <clears throat> you have, you know, maybe adult children. You start to think, oh, my God, what if they lose their job? Then one thing leads to another. And pretty soon you have created this toxic reverie. And then your body responds to that. That's when, you know, your blood pressure goes up, your heart rate goes up. That's when something happens to the chemistry of your cholesterol and it sticks to your platelets and you begin to develop atherosclerosis. So the point is to become a connoisseur of awareness. And that is to notice right away, like, oh, I'm pre-suffering. And to look at it and have a little bit of sense of humor. None of this stuff is happening. Who knows what will ever happen? But right now, it's a beautiful day. 
You know, go for a walk instead. Uh, do something that affirms life and that makes you feel more alive. Because here's the thing, suffering does not make you feel alive. And that very sense of not feeling alive, feeling exhausted, changes your thoughts. You've got to cut through it. I always say to people, if you can't work with your mind, work with your body. Go for a quick walk. It's amazing how it cuts off worry. Uh, get on your bicycle or get on your stationary bicycle. Uh, do a few minutes of yoga, whatever it is, and that can really cut through that anxiety cycle, too. You know, all of these things are at our fingertips to do, but I, 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 I'm so struck by the visualization that I have of this idea of worry equating to suffering. Yeah, it is. And, you know, we, we actually embed and implement worry into our days. We do, right? <laughs> you know, many people think that the outside world does. Isn't that part of the problem? Because we think, oh, life is happening to us. How do we make the flip on knowing that we do have control of what Benson says, these gazillion, you know, we want rewiring uh, effect in our brain? Well, see, that's really been one of the niftiest things of the last 10 years when we realize, okay, if you start a practice like breathing instead of being anxious, your brain will actually change. It will rewire. And over time, you'll get less anxious that you won't kindle the same circuits because you've created new circuits. Or every time you start your old litany of thinking, whatever your story is, we all have some sucky story uh, about our lives. You know, like I'm not smart enough, my mother didn't love me enough, when Uncle Herman caught me in the closet, it was the end of my life. Whatever it is, we've all, we've all got them. And we need to change our story. This is another bit of important mind-body wisdom. You can say, well, you know, this is it. I grew up in a poor family. But instead of, of, of finishing the story, you know, and now um, nothing works for me, mm-hmm. you can say how amazing it is that that has really given me the courage to step out and see something different or do something different or go back to school or whatever it might be. So... The stories that you tell yourself, the movies that you play in your mind, show up instantly in your body. And it's up to you. You can change. It's only a story. Change the ending. You know, uh, they did a study with women who were abused. And the women who changed their story and said, I've become so resilient. Uh, I've become so much smarter and now know what to do because of this difficult experience. They were hanging on to something positive as a result of that. And these women turned out to be healthier, indeed much more resilient, and much less likely to go back into abusive relationships. Brain patterns had changed. New neurons, you know, now we know that actually not only do we rewire old neurons, we can sprout new ones. This is the amazing thing. Your brain not only gives rise to your thoughts, it responds to your thoughts. Thank you, Joan Borisenko, for joining us here today. Let us create some powerful, positive neurons together. Thank you so much for joining us, Joan. 
You're so welcome. Thanks for having me, Dr. Pat. What a fabulous, fabulous show today. We've got lots more tomorrow. Don't forget to tune us in, turn us on, and create the life you desire. We'll see you tomorrow. Put me down.